world where war has ravaged the earth. The fight for natural resources has begun. The world has forgotten what humor is. Until now. Using a database of over 100 years worth of comedy material, we have built the ultimate machine. A machine that contains the humor needed to remind people how to laugh. Are you sure this will work? It has to. One robot has been built to save the human race from humor extinction. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you... GUYBOT! But little did they know, danger was around the corner. You are so funny. Your sense of humor is amazing. Then one day, hugging a child too hard caused his humor chip to malfunction. Guybot, you are so cool. Why do you mock me? I don't know what happened. He suddenly has no sense of humor. We have no choice. We have to take him out! Something that was supposed to bring smiles and laughter brings depression instead. Come on, Guybot! Remember! Humor! What is humor? Central Films comes. Yuma, why do you mock me? Oh my god! It is storming off! Comes a tale of desperation. That is just misunderstood. The Daily Mirror says, What a fantastic portrayal from Guy Whitlock. He literally has. No sense of humor. Stop mocking me! Bisexual Centennial Man. In cinemas now. Where did I for mature? <laughs> Welcome to the 14th episode of the Game Central podcast. And at the age of 14, I just had my first sexual encounter, which was absolutely beautiful. Now, as usual, we will do the fast version for those that demand it. There we go. That was literally so fast, you couldn't hear it. So go back, slow the audio right down on your PC and listen to it in all its glory. But for the regulars who actually like to listen to us, Welcome to the Game Central podcast. The three musketeers are back and reunited together again to give you the greatest gaming podcast money can buy. Except this is free. So that is yet another bonus. 
So let me introduce you to the first of the musketeers, who also happens to have the smallest sword. Myself and Gareth have had a bit of trouble getting Guy onto the podcast this week, bless him. He is afraid that we will crucify him this week. Talking of crucifixion, we're in the Easter period. (laughs) The difference between Guy and Jesus, of which there are very many, believe it or not, is that if Guy was believed to be dead, he would not be greeted with amazement and joy on his return. Just indifference. Let's not make him cross today, Gareth. Do you get it cross? Oh, dear, yes. He is the son of God, just not one of his favourite ones. It's Guy Whitlock. Hi there, Guy. How are you feeling today? Right, not too bad. A little, a little bit of mosh. Yep. No. No. <laughs> no. Yep. No. See, you don't know. You're just in the middle. We don't know what you are. And for you, that must be really confusing. Yeah, it's very confusing. Thank you. I couldn't talk about Jesus and Gareth without mentioning the similar hair, but that would be way too obvious. A lesser-known similarity is that Gareth was also born in a stable. Becoming more and more frustrated at baby Gareth missing his due date, his mother read that sexual intercourse can start off a natural birth. So off she went to the horse's stable. (laughs) Just so you know, it wasn't a stallion. It was a Shetland pony. Ladies and gentlemen, Gareth Williams. Uh, Happy Easter. Happy Easter, Gareth. I hope that didn't conjure too many bad memories. Of what? A Shetland pony penis prodding me in the nose pre-birth? Well, maybe if you were breached and your head was down by the uterus, then it would have been poking you on the head. In the soft spot. That's why I got a big hole in the top of my head. There we go. And I thought that was just an accident. (laughs) And finally, I am Rob Walker, the host and also the product of Immaculate Conception. At least that's what my mum told my dad. At the time, my (laughs) mum and her brother were very, very close. And it would also explain why I have webbed feet, my eyes are too close together, and my anus is where my mouth is supposed to be. This is Rob Walker, and this is God's favourite podcast, the Game Central Podcast. And as usual, this week we have for you all of the great gaming news. Less Pokemon, hopefully, because Guy did go a bit over the top with which Pokemon would win what battle against who. Uh, the only po- the poking that will be going on this week is my thumbs going up into Guy's skull and through his brain if he tries to mention any of the Pokemon ever again. So, Guy, did you get the Pokemon out of your system last week? Yep. Thank you very much. So, this, this sounds like you're not actually here and me and Gareth are just editing it and putting yes and no. Um, I can't remember what uh, what TV show did that, but there was a TV show not long ago where someone left and then they just took sound bites, yes and no. So, Guy, can you just reiterate that you are actually here today? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. So, on to the news. A uh, little news story from Guy Whitlock is that Minecraft is getting a full retail release. So it's going to basically come on plastic and you have a nice little disc as well in there, Gareth. Guy, are you interested in this? Not really, no. Because it's Why? just Minecraft, isn't it? Again, it's a- again just Minecraft. It could reach a whole new audience. Yeah, it could. People that still live in the Stone Age don't have internet. Yeah, a bit like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I'm over my mum's at the moment, and um, I've got some chavs above me. Uh, Not literally above me. There is a ceiling separating us. Um, And basically, you may hear them throughout the podcast, which I think is a bit rude of them, because they don't shut up, bless them. That's the problem with chavs, is that they don't seem to have any kind of 
um, consequence or faults for anyone else, uh, such as we saw on the front of today's The Sun newspaper. What? I didn't see that. What? What's the headline? Um, basically, a 12-year-old girl has given birth to a 13-year-old's uh, child. Lovely. Which was absolutely amazing. I don't know if you can hear the staff upstairs right now. Is that what that is? That is that is a woman <laughs> trying to tell her staff to be quiet. Sweet Jesus. Wow. Sweet Jesus. You know, I've got a lovely new uh, place that I'm living right now, but because BT won't get off their bloody arses, I've had to come here, and I feel really threatened. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm in the ghetto. <laughs> but for anyway, um, this uh, this 12-year-old girl has given birth, uh, Britain's youngest mum. Uh, the father is 13 years old. And when asked, the girl's dad said, well, there's worse things she could have been doing. She could have been hooked on drugs. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, that's the mentality around here. But anyway, we're not here to talk about the moral quandaries of the British public. Oh, we're here to talk about games and Minecraft. Guy? Yep. You're not very. What? You're not looking forward to it, are you? You're the kind of guy that thinks. You know, no, I'm sure we've talked about Minecraft before and how I don't care. Bloody, you bought it already. You don't care, do you, guy? <laughs> guy doesn't care. Basically, he was supposed to say, "No one, I don't care." Gareth, you don't want to get it, do you, you sexy bastard? Uh, I'm getting a. There's a problem with this car. <laughs> What's the problem? Uh, I think the problem. That is problem was my internet just random cutting out, okay. which could con- keep happening. Are you downloading at the moment, guy? No, because you sound a little bit crackly, and normally you don't. Just done it again. <laughs> no, it my hasn't. It has BT <laughs> Infinity, so I don't think it's from this end, guys. <sighs> right, what was the last thing said? I don't remember. <laughs> so, Gareth, are you wanting to get Minecraft, my friend? It's a PS4, isn't it? I don't so, know. Not having a PS4. It PS4? Yeah. It, no, uh, I think it's Xbox 360, PS it, Vita, and PlayStation 4. Well, no, it, it's already out on disc on 360. Oh, okay. Silly me. So, it, it, yeah, it's like the, the PlayStation 4 version is going to come out, which means it'll be on a Blu-ray, which oh, yeah. is, I guess that's a thing that's important. Yeah, well, it is, yeah. Um, Blu-rays the future. So obviously, if you can play this very popular block um, pushing game, uh, oh, I thought you were going to say blockbuster, and I thought it was going to be a really clever pun. There we go, blockbuster. <laughs> and Gareth is also someone who's a fan of blocking, as we all know. <laughs> but enough of that, Gareth. You oh, okay. absolutely love video game music, don't you? Every week on this podcast. You will put in a piece of video game music, like last week when you were talking about the soundtrack Hotline Miami 2. I really enjoyed that. Um, really enjoyed that song, and I especially like the way you consistently kept reiterating that it wasn't actually. It was long, but it didn't matter how long it was. Um, your intro ended up being longer than the actual song. <laughs> uh, you know, you're saying it's not actually very long. Uh, it's it's quite a long piece, but I'm sure you'll agree that it has enough variation in it to remain interesting throughout. You know, it is a it is a long song. Um, I'm not going to deny that, okay? If anyone comes up to me and asks, is it a long song, Gareth? I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you that it is long, but it's worth listening to it. So for that reason and that reason alone, I'm going to play you the soundtrack to the Hotline Miami. T- Do you get what I'm saying? It was six and a half minute long song. I just thought people should know that it was going to be six minutes of their lives. 
which ended up being 12 when uh, <laughs> when combined with the intro. But anyway, another man who absolutely loves video game music and does it for a living has been sacked by Bungie. What's yeah. the story behind this, Gareth? Uh, Marty O'Donnell, who's done the music for every Halo game, which pretty uh pretty popular soundtracks. Everybody loves the music from Halo games, apparently. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's one of the best-known um, themes from video games. It really is. And uh, he's been sacked. He's been sacked. And nobody really knows why. He said he doesn't know why. It seems to be (laughs) they just sacked him one day and he was like, oh, well, I don't know why that's happening. He even tweeted, like, everyone have been sacked. That's weird. (laughs) So there's a lot of mystery surrounding it. Um, Just music. He's doing some music in his old room. And then they come along and bang, nothing. See you later, mate. Well, he's he's doing the music for Destiny as well, which comes out in this is September. So, okay. Well, maybe it will just the music will just stop halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> so that wouldn't be very laugh, guy, because it just sounds like Gareth's trying to be nice. Well, the thing is, is that Skype's actually dropped guy from the call. That is a real big shame. So that's um, I'm sure our audience is weeping right now. Maybe maybe Skype has a uh, really good taste control. <laughs> Quality control <laughs> just Maybe. dipped, dropped out. <laughs> so can we get Guy back in somehow? Well, uh, I'll keep trying whilst we yeah, talk. Yeah, keep trying. Uh, I did want to share this quote. Uh, Bungie, the staff of Bungie, I assume it was like the higher-ups that sacked him. Yeah. But the, the general staff well, obviously posted... not a staff worker could have sacked him. They could have had the authority, Gareth. Well, I, I, you know what I mean. I know. Someone high up must have given the go-ahead to fire this poor man. Yeah, so on the uh, the Bungie blog, they put a post, and the post said, For more than a decade, Marty O'Donnell filled our worlds with unforgettable sounds and soundtracks and left an indelible mark on our fans. Today, as friends, we say goodbye. We know that wherever his journey takes him, he will always have a bright and hopeful future. We wish him luck in all his future endeavours. So, it's... Uh, Yeah, that sounds a bit sarcastic, if you're asking. <laughs> he left an indelible mark on all of his fans he was so great you know it just sounds like a load of sarcasm if he's that great why did you get rid of him poor old Marty (laughs) you know it's like we've literally dropped Guy and not given him an explanation Guy was so funny I don't know why he's not on the podcast right now I'm 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 trying to add him but you know if he does get brought back in or not I won't really uh, bat an eyelid so that's nice. Bless his little heart. Well, I, I do, I do, um, I do look forward to his his return. Um, obviously, I've got a news story as well. Um, my oh. news story being the unfortunate pregnancy of a twelve-year-old girl. <laughs> no, video games are probably going to get the blame. Call of Duty is going to probably get the blame that the boy was playing Call of Duty and heard about sex whilst on Xbox Live. And um, made him want to pursue it and have sex. He wouldn't have known what sex was otherwise, unless he played Call of Duty. Maybe, maybe like the the twelve uh, year old is his own mom. Maybe, maybe she's from another dimension and she's come from the past to tell him not to wor- worry. He's had sex with her. It's kind of like the Terminator, but a bit more complicated. Sperminator. Sperminator. Is that too easy? Is that? I don't obvious? know. But what are kids doing having sex with each other now, Gareth? Uh, you know? know? What are they doing? There's better ways to spend your time at 13. You should have a stick in your hand playing sword fighting with another 13-year-old. 
Exactly. Not making passionate love to girls your age. I was always too stupid to know about that sort of stuff when I was that age. Yeah. You know, girls mature a lot faster, and they still are. I mean, an 11-year-old girl is probably more mature than I am right now. Probably. <laughs> yeah, but and if like... I told the police that, they're, they're not going to take that, are they? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'd hold up in court, no. No, I don't think it would. But I'm double their age, basically, and the thought of having a kid now, like, scares the fuck out of me. Having a kid in what way? Like, having a child. Oh, giving birth. <laughs> no, not like a child coming out of my bell end. Okay, like, just... that would be beautiful though, Gareth, must say. It, I, I, I'd sell oh, like tickets. A front row seat. You know? <laughs> a front row seat. <laughs> Splash zone. Please wear this poncho. Um, A poncho made of silk would be quite nice. (laughs) Like, if if my girlfriend told me she was pregnant, I'd freak the fuck out. And I'm 25. There we go. You're more than ready to be a father. I was was 25 when I became a father. Oh, yeah, you have kids. Sorry. And I'm still (laughs) one now. You're you're still a child now. Still a father. But I tell you, if my four-year-old daughter came and told me she was pregnant, I'd be disgusted. (laughs) To be honest with you. Jesus, she's like, it's guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that because Guy will get very upset. He will. He's he's a very delicate flower this week. He's I'm trying good. to get him back into this call as well. We haven't said anything to upset him, have we? That you can think back that he may have left the conversation because it is his cycle this month. That's as true. He apparently Ga- really yeah. hates Minecraft, so maybe that just offended him. Me and Gareth have actually come to the conclusion that once a month, like most women. Guy will become more emotional. Uh, it was pretty much a month to this day since he stormed off of the South Park testicle-eating scandal. Um, <laughs> so this could just be part of the cycle tonight. It could be. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll try harder to get him back. Try harder. Don't just think about it. Actually, like press the button that invites him. I was trying to send out good thoughts into the universe and hope Guy picks up on him. That's not good enough, my friend. Alright, well, I mean, if the last news story was about a child getting pregnant, then Guy's not here to see what Shigeru Miyamoto said. No, he's not. Then what but maybe, do? He's, maybe he's talking to Mr. Miyamoto right now. Maybe. Maybe he's got a more important conference call mm-hmm. with Shigeru Miyamoto and uh, Cliff Blazinski and... Who else is famous? Gary Glitter. So that was the news. Not a lot of news going on there. Uh, Guy dropped out for a little bit. Needed to take a break. Um, so feeling all right now, Guy? Yep. Yep. Cleaned yourself up? Yep. Can get a bit messy, can't it? Um, so anyway, on to our new regular section. Guy, sorry, just to ask, has Shigeru Miyamoto told you anything via the SMS text messaging service this week? Of course not. Of course not. Well, sorry <laughs> to hear that, guy. Say thank you. Thank you. When someone says something, you say thank you. Right, so a few <laughs> weeks ago, you would have listened to our game show section where we interpreted family fortunes for a whole new audience back in 1994. Those were some memories right there. Hey, guys. Yep. yep. I could. I would like to thank... ITV and Lesbian Dentist for all of their help. So it's 1-0 to Gareth in the war for the game show superiority. How are you feeling today, Guy? Confident? Yep. Because, I mean, last week 
Well, it wasn't last week, last fortnight ago. Is that even a word, last fortnight ago? It is now. Where we go, last fortnight ago, Gareth literally wiped the floor with you. Yeah, he did. But you did claim that there was foul play, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Because there was. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have said it was foul play. Maybe a conspiracy, but not foul. Gareth, are you feeling confident again that you're just going to destroy a guy? Uh, yeah, I'm already starting to think up what my sort of wrestling name will be. Wow. I'm thinking the uh, the janitor. The janitor. Because I like to mop the floor with him. There you go. That's, that's quite good. It's not bad. What, what about you, guy? What about the mop? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. So this week's gaming adaptation will be the amazing Play Your Cards Right, hosted by game show Goliath Bruce Forsyth. Unfortunately, Bruce is unable to reprise his role, and when asked on the phone, he was rather unpleasant towards me. Can you imagine that? Sir Bruce Forsyth said a swear word at me. That's okay. what, what swear word was it? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, coming from his mouth, I can tell you I wasn't expecting it at all. So, obviously, as we couldn't get Les Dennis last fortnight ago... We've roped in the services of Juice Foresight, okay? Juice, or JF as he likes to be called, is the son of Bruce, who was thought to have been aborted many years ago. He has the head of a fetus, but the fully developed body of a grown man. Quite unsettling, I have to say. But fortunately, you don't have to look at him, because this is, after all, just a podcast. So sit back with a cup of brew as Gareth's race like to call it, and enjoy this previously unbroadcast version of Play Your Games Right! Welcome to play your games right. I am Juice Foresight, and you are my audience. Mummy, I'm a good boy. Sorry, I just have flashbacks. So who are today's contestants? Oh, oh, hello there, young man. You must be Guy Whitlock. Hello. May I just say your purple jumper and converse look really trendy. So tell us a bit about yourself, Guy. The visions. Why do they forsake me? Sorry, Guy. Please go ahead. Well. <laughs> Sorry. I, I've got the head of a fetus, so my, my voice is a what? bit strange. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Guy. Like what? What do you want to know? Where are you from, Guy? How old are you? Um, 25. Yes? I'm from downtown LA. No, you're obviously not. You're mocking <laughs> me, guy. But anyway, that's let, let me with... dream. Sorry, guy. The dreams, the dreams, they hurt. <laughs> but anyway, guy, that's enough from you. It wouldn't be a game show without a competitor. And your opponent tonight, guy, is Gareth Williams. Hi, Gareth. Hi, Juice. I like your hair, Gareth. Thanks. It took me many years. I like... <laughs> I like your hair, Gareth. 
to rock music. <laughs> so, do not stereotype. Good game. Good game. <laughs> the world of success, you. Sorry, Daddy. Why don't you want me? <laughs> Sorry about that, Gareth. I sometimes have terrible, terrible flashbacks. Fucking hell. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about yourself, Gareth Williams. <sighs> um... I am a Scorpio. Yes. I I, um, I live in Manchester. And my favourite number is uh, seven. Number seven. The number of shirt that David Beckham wore in his days at Manchester United. Very interesting. Very interesting. So who's ready to play? Play your games right. Are you yeah. right? Yeah. Good. Anyone watching today will no doubt want to know the premise of this very fine game show. Well, I will start off with a game, and using Metacritic, we will establish if it is the game scored higher or lower than the next one on the list. So let me give you an example. If we start with Halo 2, and next onto the list is Conan Lynch, the contestant will guess if the game scored higher or lower on Metacritic. Daddy, I'm trying! <laughs> Obviously, Kane and Leach scored lower. So if the contestant said lower, then they would continue on. All clear, guys? Yep. Woo! Look at this. Wow. Okay, guy, you're up first. Don't be nervous, darling. Your first game is... Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls V. Oh, now, sake. the second game where this is going. in the list, Oblivion, The Elder Scrolls IV. <laughs> Did that score higher or lower than Skyrim or Metacritic? Lower. He actually scored lower because it's not as good as The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. It's perfected The Elder Scrolls template. <laughs> Thank you for that one. You got that one right, oh, guy. You're on number two. The next. GCA 5. Now, did that score higher, higher. or not like Oblivion? Higher. It scored higher. Well done, guy. You're already on fire today. Are you okay? You've got a fire extinguisher near you. Yep. Excellent. So, four. Half-Life 2. Did that get a higher score higher. or a lower score? It actually got a lower score, guy. Sorry about <sighs> that one, mate. Right, next one. Halo. Did that get higher or lower than Half-Life 2 review score? Oh, what? Do we still carry on? I yeah. thought we'd stop. Oh, um... My dad may have come up with a concept but I can do whatever I want with it. <laughs> Halo, higher or lower than Half-Life 2, guy? Lower. It actually got higher. Sorry about that. Juche San Andreas, did that get higher or lower than Halo? L- lower. Well done, guy. That's brilliant there for you there, mate. I think you hope you feel good. FIFA 2004, your favourite FIFA game and the pinnacle of FIFA. Did that well done, guy. You're on fire. Metal Gear Solid 4, higher or lower? Higher. Brilliant. Ding. Absolutely amazing. Number nine, Metal Gear Solid 2, did that score higher or lower than lower. What was that? Lower. Ah, oh, unfortunately, you're wrong there, guy. Uncharted 3, was that higher or lower than Metal Gear Solid 2? Lower. Well done, guy. That is absolutely fantastic. You've got right. 7 out of 10 right there. How do cool. you feel? Over the moon. 
can actually sound it as well, guys, if you don't mind me saying Thank you. Gareth. Yeah. I'm sure you are intimidated <laughs> by And believe me, I wouldn't blame you. Do you think you could beat him? Seven's actually pretty good. I was uh, kind of surprised. Seven is actually pretty good for Guy. You look at him and you think, he's not all there, but there's something a bit off with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, bit, if anyone weird. would know, it would be you, Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Right, here we go to round two. Gareth, here's your first game. Okay. Halo 2 is your first game. That's the start-off point here, my friend. All right. You ready? Yeah. So next game, we're going to say whether it's higher or lower. You ready? Yep. Black Sight Area 51. Was that lower or higher than Halo 2? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with lower. Excellent. Well done. Now, Bioshock, higher or lower than Black Sight Area 51? <laughs> uh, higher... Excellent. Right, now, next, number four. Mary Kate and Ashley sweet oh, on the PlayStation 1. Is that rated higher or lower than Bioshock? Uh, I'm, I'm seeing what the audience is saying. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with the audience, and I'm going to say lower. Excellent. You're on fire. Now, the next game. Is this higher or lower than Mary Kate and Ashley sweet 16? <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy. Is that score higher or lower than Mary Kate and Ashley's Sweet 16? I'm going to go with higher. Oh, well done there, guy. Gareth, the crowd are going absolutely amazing. Now, the next game, did it score higher or lower than Super Mario Galaxy? One of the seminal games of this generation. Sniper Ghost Warrior. (laughs) Lower or higher? Almost definite. I'm like a 98.6% sure that it's that it's lower. So I'm going to go with lower. Absolutely excellent. You are on an absolute run. You've got shit. If you get the next one right, you will draw with Guy. Now, is this next game higher or lower than Sniper Ghost Warrior? The Legend of Zelda, the Ocarina of Time. I don't know if you've heard of that game. It seemed to be quite popular. Um, Being that I've never heard of it, this is going to have to be a complete oh, guess. Total guess. Total guess. I'm going to go... Oh. The audience, a lot of the audience seem to be saying higher. I'm going to go with higher. That's what you do, Gareth. That's what you do. That's the name of the game. You've got to play the game. You've got to play the game. If you don't know about something, you let the audience. You listen to them. Some of them know what they're talking about. Okay? You're right. Ocarina of Time is definitely higher rated than Sniper Ghost Warrior. Thanks, audience. Thanks. Thank you. Right, now you're drawing with Guy Whitlock. Let's see if you can bury him into the ground. Okay. Is this game rated higher or lower on Metacritic than The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? The Conduit on Wii. I heard that's a good game, but it's no Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I'm going to go with not. lower. Excellent. That yeah. is absolutely amazing. You're winning. But let's see if you could be one of the first people ever <laughs> to get a full 10 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Higher or lower than the conduit on Wii is Resident Evil 4. Oh. One of the highest rated games ever on Metacritic. And I don't think that's giving you any kind of advantage <laughs> by saying that, Gary. <laughs> it's pro- uh, higher, it's higher. Higher, excellent. And now to go for a perfect 10 that no one's ever done before. <clears throat> higher than Resident Evil 4 or lower. My wholesome me. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is that being a game? That is actually a game on Xbox Group 16, mate. Uh, lower, it's lower, it's got to be lower. Lower, so. lower mm. indeed. 10 out of 10, the first time. Of, how did you do that, Gary? <sighs> you just stormed through that. Your gaming knowledge is a triumph. You're oh. a juggernaut. Of the gaming All guesses. World. All guesses. All guesses. Well, you are one lucky boy, Gareth, because you've won yourself a lovely pocket station, which is kind of like a memory card for the PlayStation 1. Oh. There we go. How do you feel, Gareth? Uh, over the moon. Yeah, well done. Guy, how are you feeling? It's not my pants in the wash basket, mother! <laughs> sorry, sorry again, I apologise. So there we have it, another exciting episode of Play Your Games Right. And remember, if you are an aborted fetus, you still have a chance to prosper. Join me as we rise as an army. I have been Juice Forsyth, and thank you for watching. Well, that was absolutely fantastic. And I would just like to thank JF or for his or her, we don't really know, contribution today. Thank you so much. Well, that was a that was a gaming show right there, guys. And Guy, not being horrible, but you got absolutely trounced again. I wouldn't say trounced. 7 out of 10 is respectable. But the 10 out of 10 that Gareth got, he's just making you seem a bit, it's a bit embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah get you're done with it? No, I said get on with it. Get on with it. Oh, a bit rude there. Juice foresight there. Um, he's got the foresight of juice. So he'll be able to tell you <laughs> what kind of juice is in any given place in a Sainsbury's store there. So thank you very much, Juice Foresight, and we look forward to hearing from you again. Not bad for a fetus on a man's head, body. <laughs> I'm sure you'll agree. Hi everybody, it's time for your weekly video game music segment with me, Gareth. Uh, this week's choice is actually by our host, Rob Walker. Uh, he picked a, a song from one of his favourite games of all time. The classic Jet Set Radio. Famed for having a superb soundtrack, and rightly so. Um, this is one of his favourites from that soundtrack that, while not six and a half minutes long like last week's, uh, it's still just a it's just a fun tune that has a really good feel to it. Feels very video gamey to me, which I like. So this is his choice. It's Rocket On from Jet Set Radio.
interviews this week sadly uh mm. or well it's good that we haven't gone interview because gareth's quite angry with a former um interviewee uh who gave away some qu- quite large spoilers on <laughs> game of thrones yeah so we know you're are you still angry about that gareth because i just imagine you in your pants walking around at three o'clock in the morning seething with your hair straight <laughs> down your face because you're just running around your your place screaming there's, there's no, like, outlet at three in the morning. There isn't. If you're angry at three in the morning, you're just angry. Mm. You, you can't do anything about it. And I got off at, I got up at seven o'clock, and I saw that you'd sent me a message at, like, <laughs> half six. So you were literally that pent up for three and a half hours, sitting there. Yeah, it, it, it ruined up. most of my day. Yeah. Get a life. Whoa! <sighs> Today, young man. What? You're very, very angry today. Oh uh, yeah. But you're going out in a minute. Just ready for a bit of a fight. You got to lad it up a bit, haven't you? Yeah. Go out there. If anyone starts coming in a pub tonight, I feel bloody sorry for them. But anyway, as we have got no guests this week, Mr. Shigeru Miyamoto has told um, Guy absolutely nothing, and the news has been rather thin on the ground. I've decided to tackle a rather big issue in the games industry, and that is the selling of underage games to children. Now, it's not going to be a normal boring debate, as you normally get. I think it's up to the retailer and the parents to be more knowledgeable on the subject. I've actually gone out of my way to write some scenarios that we can then one at a time discuss about how we would go about it. Is that about? Is that okay, guys? Great. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so scenario one. You are in your local game shop and see that a disgusting, tattooed single mum with a lip piercing is buying her three-year-old son the latest Call of Duty. She has been advised by the game shop politely that it is an 18-rated title, only suitable for adults. She replies quite rudely, You want to tell me what to do with my kids, mate? I know they can fucking handle it, yeah? (laughs) My friend is coming in a minute and he'll shank you over that table. Before she hands over our hard-earned money that has been given to her through the flawed benefit system. Now is your time to become involved in the situation, if you wish, standing there in the queue just behind her. So, Guy, would you say to her, excuse me, madam, I know you seem quite angry right now, but, you know, the guy has got um, a bit of knowledge on the game and maybe you should listen to him. It's an 18 rated title, or would you just keep out of it? Uh, keep out of it. Why is that, Guy? Because... Um, a pacifist. There you go. You don't sound like a pacifist tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Gareth? Have you ever had a sort of similar scenario to that when you're out buying your games? 
uh, a horrifying thought just occurred to me. Would you like to share it, or would you like to keep it to yourself? That it's gonna, it's now possible that the mum, in this scenario where the kid is three years old, the mum may not even be old enough to get a fifteen oh. without an adult's permission. That's the bloody world we're living in now, guy Gareth. Like this twelve-year-old girl <laughs> who gave birth that we talked about at the beginning of the show. Her kid will be three. She'll be fifteen. Yeah, she, she would... can't even get an eighteen her fucking self. So her mum would have to go along with her. To buy the game for a three-year-old son. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. Mum, come to the shop. Yeah, absolutely amazing. They can't buy a drink, they can't drive, but they can look after another human being, apparently. Ugh. It just makes you sick, Gareth. Uh, and I definitely don't think she should be buying a son coach. But, but would you apprehend her at that point? Would you side with the scared-looking assistant? Um, Not outwardly, but in inside, I'd be screaming. Inside, you'd be like... Because people are quite, they're into self-preservation nowadays, aren't they? And that's what gives the chavs um, free reign to go around doing what they want. Because everyone's like, I'm going to stay out of it. I don't want to get hurt. Which is a shame. And that's not the way way we used to operate. And society used to be much nicer, didn't it, Guy? Yeah. I myself, I would probably stay out of it as well. Because when her friend comes into the shop, bloody Bill... With his can of Stella in his hands, but in a plastic bag so the police can't see. He's going to be rather disgusted as well. Plus, so, he likes to see you through. Not, not all of them. Not Tesco's uh, carrier bags, plastic bags. Tesco, Yeah, Tesco's are white, aren't they? Yeah, they're white, but they're not transparent. They're opaque. Well, you can sort of, you could make it out. You could tell. You probably could, Gareth. I'm very sorry. Uh, please forgive me. <laughs> That oversight. It was using a paper bag. Maybe if it was like a bag for life, you know, like the Koshi Aquid. <laughs> yeah, it was a bag for life, and the actual can was kept in place by a um, elastic band just wrapped around <laughs> it. So, guy, um, if you don't mind me delving into your personal life again, a few weeks ago when I said that you were the talk of the town and you were wanted in Asda, you said that you didn't have an Asda near you. Yeah. The other day, you also said that. You also posted asking if there was anywhere near you that you could buy sports shorts. But yeah. where do, you, do you live in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> uh, pretty much. It's, yeah, kind of a crap town. It's kind of a crap town. To be honest. Town. So, you know, obviously I live in London, so I'm literally on the doorstep of buying sports shorts if I want, <laughs> or if I want to go and get a Ginsters pasty. It's literally about 10 minutes' walk from me. But, you know, sort of piecing together all of the information I have on you uh, over the last few months, I can quite easily now understand why you're so depressed. <laughs> Everybody in Guy's Town, there's no pants shop, so everyone just walks around with their bottom half just naked. <laughs> <laughs> or they all share the same pair of shorts. <laughs> oh dear. It just wasn't Guy's turn that day. <laughs> right, so scenario two. There's going to be another scenario, okay? okay. <clears throat> you're in your local game shop, and a mild-mannered, well-dressed lady is standing at the counter with the latest Call of Duty in her hand. She is planning on buying it for her three-year-old son. The shop attendant explains that the game contains adult themes. Well, I'm terribly sorry, she says in her posh voice. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. But I would like Ethan to grow up knowing the horrors of war. I am a responsible adult. What would you do? Would you feel more inclined to sign a go in to this person and say, you know what, maybe Ethan isn't ready. Maybe it is a little bit too much. Who? Either of you. 
Just she... jump in. Obviously, you guys not going to jump in, Gareth, so just take it away. <laughs> she was whispering quite quietly. Did she say she wants to introduce her son to the horrors of war early? Honestly, I've got this written down, so obviously if you don't understand posh, which I thought you did, Gareth, because you speak it very eloquently, yeah, you actually said, well, I am terribly sorry, but I would like Ethan to grow up knowing the horrors of war. Oh I am a responsible adult. <laughs> there you go. Holy crap. Is she training... Like an, a future MI6 agent at a very young age. Maybe, maybe. And, you know, it makes your reactions better. It makes your sort of, in, as we all know, your interaction with other human beings uh, more advanced. That's uh, true. Yeah, so, you know, maybe she wanted it for that. But my, I would probably step in and I'd say, you know what, I don't... Because when I used to work in-game, I had a woman come up to me trying to buy a Grand Theft Auto 4 for her son, uh, who was about 13, and I said, you do know um, that it involves prostitution and rape and stuff like that. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. He sees all that at home. And it's just <laughs> like, really? Is this the world we live in now? That, you know, it's just, it's, it means nothing. Like that warning, it doesn't put you off. But <laughs> that's a true story. That's what people say. Right. Rape. The amount of people that I had to talk to, do you realise this is an 18 rated game? Yeah, it's only a game, isn't it? Well, not really. It's quite explicit. Um, I would like to think that I would say to this lady, you know what? You seem presentable. You seem approachable. I'm just going to maybe say to you, you know, I played this game. There's this part, this part. And hopefully she'll be intelligent enough to sort of realise, oh, okay, maybe this isn't right for my child. What about you, Guy? (sighs) Remembering she's a woman and you'd have to strike up a conversation. Uh, I, I just I think as long as the parent's responsible and the kid knows it's wrong and not real what's the yeah. issue? Well, he's three years old guy okay but then to be fair he must be quite an advanced three year old there's no yeah. such thing as an advanced three year old well there you go just tell her that just say look woman Don't tell you're an Gareth idiot to say on your behalf and, you're, and your <laughs> child is three your child cannot play this game leave my store well done. Oh, it's your store now, is it, guys? Yeah, it is. It's my store. <laughs> so if there's a, yeah, so there a woman manager, you automatically take over leadership in any given situation. <laughs> you can walk in and claim, like, martial law. But like, I'm Guy, I'm a man, I'm here, I'm now going to handle the situation. Now. It doesn't matter. Just go and sit at the back. Let Guy deal with this. Okay. Okay? Thank yeah. you, Guy. Gareth, would you be... Uh, willing to step in and help out the child. Um, the mum's logic is pretty fucked up. I th- it is, but that's what that's thing with possibly. They're insulated, aren't they, from the actual things that go on in in the world? This sounds like a good way of making sure your kid has a child by the age of thirteen. It does, but she doesn't realise that because she's quite, you know, scatty, posh. She doesn't really understand. She thinks it's still all about Pac-Man and yeah. games haven't really advanced since uh, the days of Space Invaders, which she is, is what she sort of thinks about. Yeah, you're maturing him too early. Like, there's no rush. Let him be a kid. The, the best times of my life was when I was a kid. There we go. Would you like to say the top two times when you were a kid? W- whatever. Ever. Well, I'm pretty sure they stopped when you stopped being a child. So <laughs> you must have them pretty much... I don't think you're planning on any others to happen anytime soon. Uh, not for a while, no. Mm. But like, even like a, a game like Viva Pinata, I don't think a three-year-old can handle that either. No, it's, and that's it's... about bright-coloured pinatas dancing around. 
It's got a deeper level than that, though, Gareth. But that is true. Viva Pinata is actually a way more frustrating game than other... Like Super Mario Brothers, fine. Get him a NES. Nothing on the NES is ever going to be horrific. Because it's yeah. just too terribly, like... Ancient. Programmed. Yeah, like, get him a Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, if well, you don't like playing Super back. Mario Brothers, then fuck him. Excellent. Give him up for adoption, because yeah. you've raised a monster. There we go. Um, I'm still well, angry from the other day. <laughs> can you tell? <laughs> I can tell. Well, just let it out. Vent. Let out your vent. Guys, let, let, guys vented a few times. So why can't you? So we'll be more inclined to go with the actual posh, well-spoken woman than the angry, threatening chav with her male friend who's got tattoos everywhere. Well, yeah, just in general, I guess. That's the moral of this story. That is a great moral. <laughs> right, so on to the last scenario. Right. You're at an internet meetup with people on a gaming site on Facebook. <laughs> You've become bored with the drinking and idle chat, so you decide to head upstairs to the host's 10-year-old son's bedroom. You expect him to be asleep. It is, after all, 11.30 at night. Instead, he is sitting up playing his PS Vita. You walk over and see that he is playing Hotline Miami, a super violent 18-rated game. He looks at you and says, I don't know who you are, but if you tell my dad I am playing this, I will tell him that you came in here and were standing at the end of my bed for 10 minutes before you realised I was awake. What did you do, guy? (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't listening at all. <laughs> so I have no idea what you just said. Please repeat it. It sounds basically. Brilliant. I was saying, you know, that time at the meetup where you saw the uh, boy was playing uh, Hotline Miami. Ah, oh, yeah. What yeah, you, you remember that? that? Oh. What I just said happened, didn't it? Ah, oh, fuck's sake! Did it happen, guy? Yeah. So yeah. What I literally, deal. what I just said, word for word, is what happened that day. What do you, you mean? What him? happened? You saw him playing Hotline Miami. He was sat playing Hotline Miami and it was laugh yeah. and he was fine. Did you tell his dad? Did he? Did you take it upon yourself to tell his dad? His dad was there. His dad was there as well at the same why, time. Why are you, like, trying to public... No, no, stop. Why, why was his dad... Was his dad there? Yes. Oh, because I, I thought... But the person in question listens to this, so this... No, what are you doing? I'm not insulting... I'm saying, how did you, you feel? You are. You're actually just like making it sound like that's a re- really bad parent decision. Whoa, I'm not. Yes, you are. You know you are. We are. Oh, his dad was there. His dad was watching him play that violent game. It, we are discussing it as adults. We're not insulting yes. anyone. What we are saying, guy, is when you saw the ten-year-old boy playing Hotline Miami, how did you feel from your own moral standpoint? Like it was a kid playing a game. Yeah, and you had no problem with it. I'm not saying I'd have a problem with it. You know, I was watching Family Guy with my four-year-old daughter today. Some people would say, Rob, that's not ideal. But I make sure it's none of the episodes where there's ultimately swearing. But it's not because I'm insulting the father of the child. I'm literally just using it as an example. Okay. Okay. Gareth, how how would you feel about that? Would you, not saying it's bad... Or anyone's an asshole. Gareth's probably blocked the person in question anyway. (laughs) Well, first of all, (laughs) the reason Rob asked you like that guy is because we had such vague info that he was trying to sort of weed the truth out about what actually happened. (laughs) (laughs) In a very, obviously, very stealthy and subtle way. Mm. Credit to Rob. Um, Personally, I think that's way too violent a game. That's almost way too violent a game for me. Yeah. In a weird way, like that game, 
you're bashing somebody's brains out and blood's going everywhere. Yeah. But because the graphics are so pixelated and simple, it's kind of too disconnected for me. Yeah. Like, I feel like that should have some weight, but it can't possibly because it's just like seven pixels that you've just crushed. Yeah, almost as if it's ultra-violence. It's something that couldn't be shown on today's kind of graphical... Like, if it was on Xbox One, would that kind of violence be allowed? If it was just hyper-realistic score that you were smashing to pieces. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's that kind of thing, like... I mean, you know, I really like the first Hotline Miami. Yeah, so do I. um, But probably the thing I like least about it is the weird hyper-violence. Yeah, and I mean, as a child... um, I don't know about you, but during the Mega Drive era and stuff like that, you kind of interpreted the graphics in your mind in your own way. So it yeah. kind of made it make it more harmful as opposed to it being explicitly in front of you or your mind kind of filling in the blanks, if you know what I mean. I think that's the problem with Hotline Miami. Um, uh-huh. Obviously, I'm not saying it's wrong or I'm insulting anyone, guy. I'm just using it as an example. I do think gameplay-wise, that's a really... Um good type of game for a child to play. Twin stick shooters are really simple and yeah. effective. But, like, there are other things in Hotline Miami as well. Like, with, uh, the kid's 10. Is that the age? <clears throat> yeah. So, like, he can read, and there's a lot of weird fucking shit going on in Hotline <laughs> Miami. There's, a, there's like... I still don't understand. You're going to have to do one of your... The character's super high on drugs, like, the entire yeah. time is basically, you know... There's, like, there's pixelated naked women in it. Taking baths, and but what also I is pi- the head, uh, the different animals when they sat in the room and stuff, and yeah. with the flickering lights. I didn't understand any of that. Yeah, I mean, he's just coked off his brain. He's just yeah. he's high on pixie dust all the time. And there, are, like, there are scenes where you're going to a level, and then the last room of that level, there's like a wim- a woman sliced open over in the corner. Yeah, like it's such a weird game, like all the drug stuff in it and all the weird. Horrible, horrible people in that game. <laughs> they are not very nice. And it's even like in the world that they inhabit. It's kind of okay. So this is going to be a weird thing to say, but it's so much worse that you actually kill dogs in that game as well. If you're a dog lover, if you're a ten-year-old, dogs should be like the people you aspire to be. They're not people, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> you aspire to be a dog. Dog with ten. Dogs are the best people. Yeah. Dogs are some of the best people. You'll you ever meet. Met. They're some of my favourite people, are dogs. Yeah. But like, dogs die earlier, Gareth. That's the problem. I know, but dogs, like, they're happy all the time. They're really happy to see you. They've got a proper I've lost skip two in dogs the step. In my time that I've loved. Well, we all have. Yeah I've, I've, yeah, I've lost dogs. I've lost pets. But it's like you shouldn't be sh- shooting one in the face with a shotgun. I never have, and I don't care. <laughs> right, so that's that controversial moral choice, true life consequences wrapped up. Guy, do you feel happy? Not really, no. Thank you, Gareth. Well, I, I do. I just want to say one more thing as well. Okay. Uh, sorry to keep going on about it, but um, in Call of Duty, all the violence is sort of on the surface. It's yeah. like you know, you shoot somebody in the head, that person's dead. It's very visceral. Yeah. Whereas in Hotline Miami, there's a like it's. The adult themes are way more prevalent. Naked women, drugs, people who are doing drugs, who are fucked up, who are trying to mm. kill you. Like, in a weird way, Hotline Miami is kind of worse than Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, in a, not in every way, but kind of in a passive-aggressive 
not passive. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's kind of so, so violent in a cartoonish way that you kind of think that you wouldn't get away with it if it was to do it on more current graphical hardware. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? It's the only way they could possibly get away with being this unbelievably violent. Yeah, like they chose like that kind of retro look, not because of the way the game is, but because they could then get away with what it is that they wanted to do. Yeah, I think that's sort of, yeah, that's a good yeah. way to... So rather than the game mechanics suit in the retro style, they've used the retro style to be able to get away with what it is that they want to do. Yeah. But anyway, guy, no one is judging anyone. The only person that gets judged on this podcast is yourself. (laughs) And we absolutely love you. That's my judge. You're all right. Do you love us, guy? No. (gasps) That's an absolutely lovely adult debate. Now on to what we've been playing. Right, so this week we've been playing lots of games and I can tell that Gaia is absolutely frothing to get his games of the week out of the way. Guy, what have you been playing, my friend? I've been playing no games this week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> right, Gareth, how about you? He's got to have played something. You played stuff at the Game Central? Um... I played some Mario Kart with hey, Dan Lane. Go. That's, a game. That's, about it. That's a game. How did you do? Who did you main? Yeah. Who did I main? I main... I can't even remember. I think it's probably Mario. Mario, there you go. If you can't remember, then you didn't main Mario. No, All right. you'd remember. Because it's got to be main. You'd, you'd remember your main. <laughs> oh, did you yeah. Win, we played like three Grand... We played two Grand Prix uh, Saturday night, which I won the first and he won the second. You and didn't then, have a third. Then we played the third on Sunday morning, which I won. Yeah. Represent. Victory for the podcast. Yeah, boy. The podcast in which you are such a staunch supporter there, guy. <laughs> I can tell you absolutely love it. It's almost as if you hate being here. No, of course not. He's not going to deny it. So did you play anything else, guy? Nope. That is literally it. Oh. Yeah, last week, that's all I've touched. Oh, well, that's not what I heard. Gareth, on to you, my friend. <laughs> no. On to me. <laughs> okay. Guy, are you all right there? You just went... Ugh. Guy? Yes. You okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Humour. Just remember it. <laughs> and breathe out. He's going to breathe out in a minute, Gareth. Just give him a sec. Alright. Come way in. There we go. Fucking hell, he exploded. Yes. <laughs> he did. <laughs> right. So, Gareth, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> Um, what order did I put? So I completed Dark Souls two. Yes. Uh, like a few days after last podcast, uh, spoke about it in last week's podcast, but the game didn't really get any better. Um, okay. It was really disappointing. The last boss is a bit shit. Did it kind of meander at the same pace? Not really crescending. Yeah, it just it carried on the sort of just go places and do things, and then eventually you'll find out that it was to do this thing. 
Um, if I didn't have any kind of guide, I don't know how I would ever have figured out how to complete the game. You bought a guide? No, no, no. I just used like the internet. Oh yeah, there's the internet, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Why would someone buy a guide? When I used to work in games, sorry, I'll keep going back to this. Sorry? But you'd always have to kind of try and sell guides along with the game. And would you like the actual official strategy guide to go along with Grand Theft Auto 4? Even though you can get all of the information for free on the internet. Sorry, Gareth, go ahead, please. Well, I, I guess if I was buying that game on day one, then yeah. maybe the guide would be useful. But that's like probably the only game where that would be the case. Because there's such backward stuff. Like, there's one section you can only get to if you've spoken to a character miles away that has nothing to do with that section about ten times in a row. And then she eventually goes like, oh, I'm going to... I've done all I can here speaking to you. I'm going to go to the main area. And then... Main. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And So what happened to me was I spoke to her nine times... And then left her alone. Oh. So then I was stuck for hours. And then a guide said, you have to go and speak to her ten times. And I went and spoke to her one more time. And the one time I spoke to her, she was like, well, I guess that's all there is to do here. I'm going to go to the main hub of the game now. And I was like, for fuck's sake. So if I had just not checked any guides, I would still be stuck on that game. Because yeah. I spoke to her loads. And I just assumed she didn't have anything interesting to say. But I was literally one conversation short. Of her moving to the place that I needed to unlock. And how would you have known that, like you say? I wouldn't. I don't know how anybody figures out this game. Yeah. Well, it's probably the uh, actual developers writing it. Because you get some official strategy guide people. I think it's like Brady Games and stuff like that. And they actually make all of the... Oh, that's really boring. Right, carry (laughs) on. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know why I know useless information like that. Well, just me like like I ask I ask them for a review copy, and yeah. they didn't send me one, which is fine. Like nine yeah. times out of ten, I don't get a review copy I asked for. But if I had gotten one, I wouldn't have been able to review it because I would have gotten stuck after a few hours. And yeah, because the game wouldn't have been out at that point. There's no like collective effort on the internet to try and figure it all out. Yeah. Um. So I would have just never made it past the first few hours. So it's just oh. a really obtuse and silly game oh rude I the first Dark Souls is better just play yeah. Dark Souls 1 if you've not played any of them it's what about really Demon good. Souls uh, I've seen playthroughs of that online and it looks f- looks okay yeah but Dark Souls is improved it's like Dark Souls is improved on Demon Souls in pretty much every way and then Dark Souls 2 is not everything you want it to be no which is a shame, but I completed it. You know, it's a hard game. I've got the badge of honour of completing it. Which yeah, is you can say you've completed it to women and stuff. Yeah, like women love that. Them. Women yeah. love nothing more than telling them you've completed a game you didn't like. There's yeah, because like it shows you're persistent. <laughs> That's true. It's, it shows you go through anything just to uh, complete A task, if you yeah. know what I mean. I know what you mean, sex. Right, so you've been playing anything else, or has that taken up all of your time this week? Sex, not no, sex hasn't taken up all my time. Not sex. (laughs) I also, this week, well, not this weekend, the last weekend before this uh, podcast, I played pretty much all weekend uh, Star Wars The Old Republic with a friend of mine. Yeah. Which has been out for a while, been free to play for a while, but I hadn't really tried it. 
and I actually really like it. Yeah. I was like shocked because nobody ever talks about that game. But you know what I'm going to really ask? Good. You know what I'm going to ask? I... Go on. Who did you main as? <laughs> I bet you're a dirty Sith that's just a bastard. I am a Sith, but it wasn't yeah. my choice. My friend said, let's play Sith. And I was like, yeah. Okay. You're easily persuaded to the dark side. I'm sure Darth Vader didn't go to Luke Skywalker. Oh, come on, come over to the Sith. Come on, come over to the dark side. Yeah, all right then. It wouldn't have made much of a film, would it? Well, no, but life isn't a film, mate. It's, it's Shit, real. isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, if it was, this, it wouldn't be available. My life wouldn't be available in HMV or similar high street stores. It would have to be... Um, it would have to be um, ordered online because it would be so out of this world. Kind of like, you know, bum fights, that DVD that was distributed online only because it was so controversial. That's what my DVD would be like. And it'd just have a picture of my um, ass with the DVD <laughs> clenched between my buttocks. <laughs> That's a hell of a front cover for a DVD. Thank you very much. Um, some of the front covers you get are quite explicit. I went into a sex shop in Soho and the front covers literally showed insertion. So what would you say about Knights of the Old Republic? Uh, it kind of came out and then oh, went, God. everyone was really excited about it. I'm not a PC gamer, mm-hmm. but when it originally came out, everyone was excited about it. There was this big build up and then suddenly, and then it just kind of blew out of existence. Yeah. So that's why I was kind of expecting bullshit from it. Yeah. But um, it's kind of like the when I played Elder Scrolls Online and I was sort of like, it's more Elder Scrolls than it is MMO, which is yeah. good. This is more Bioware game than it is MMO. So it's like, you know, in Mass Effect and stuff, games that they make, you'll have like the conversations and the way you do those oh, conversations. Nice. and Yeah. It's got that exact system in it, pretty much. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's an actual decent story going on and you sort of put your own spin on it whether you want to be good or bad or be a dick to someone or be nice to him yeah and what's cool is because i was in a a party with my friend in the game so anytime there's going to be a conversation you can go in the conversation as two people and you sort of um whilst the conversation is happening you both pick your own dialogue options and then the game will randomly pick one of you to um, take the answer from. So, you know, someone will say like, hello, and then you'll both pick the way you want to respond to that, and then the game will pick one of you at random. Okay. So then we'd be. he was sort of playing... He was a Sith, but he was trying to go for all the good guy options, you know, be nice to everyone. Yeah, so you're like, what are you doing, you idiot? And I was... Ca- yeah, I was being kind of the evil one. You were being a Sith, basically. Yeah, so... He was out of character. Yeah, so sometimes someone would talk to us and be like, Oh, hello, Sith warriors, or whatever, and he'd be like, Greetings to you, how are you this fine day? Bloody say that, Gareth. But sometimes they'd be like, Hello, and I'd be like, Get on with it. (laughs) Get on with it, don't look at me, you slag. So it was kind of awesome, because, you know, we're both sort of competing with each other in the conversations, which is a super fun dynamic, because we're both over Skype watching it, and then my character would just be a complete twat to someone and, and then your hilarious. friends kind of you have to kind of repair the damage that your friends cause by being a total arsehole in the conversation yeah but it also has that thing that bio not bio oh yeah that mass effect has you know in bio oh fucking hell 
In bio-effect. In bio-effect. Or bio-effect. In mass-effect, where, like, you know, you'll be in the middle of a conversation and you can sort of pull the trigger and kick someone out of a window or something like that. Yeah. There's, like, you've got good and bad versions of that. renegade. Yeah, exactly. So there'll be moments where someone will be like, what should we do with the prisoner? And my mate's picked, like, put lock him in the cells. And my option is, like, blow him out the airlock. Yeah. So my friend will, like, go for the good option, and I'll just be like, kill him. And then my friend's like, oh, what are you doing? He's just a prisoner. And I'm like, fuck him, I'm a Sith. Like, exactly. So that was really cool, because sometimes I would be like, this guy's going to die, but then he yeah, gets Sith saved. Yeah, Sith don't take friend. a break of being an arsehole. They don't have a day off. No. It's no. a full-time job. It is a full-time job. It's a way of life. So that was actually really fun. Um, the gameplay is very much like WoW, but the story elements are very much Mass Effect. So if you like Star Wars yeah, and you like Mass Effect, then, then it's free. It's, it. it's just completely free. If you have a PC that isn't terrible, then just turn the graphics down and just play Mass Effect, but with Jedi and Sith. Yeah. It's kind of awesome. So yeah, well, there you that, go. That's the way I've spent my gaming in the past week. Well, how have I been spending my gaming? Well, I've been moving, so I haven't had too much time, but I have... Yeah played more South Park, oh. um, which becomes more and more ludicrous as you go along. I'm currently in an abortion clinic fighting dead uh, Nazi-fied zombie fetuses. He's uh, juice foresight there. <laughs> he actually wasn't. He got out many, many years ago, Gareth. <laughs> and I would appreciate if you didn't um, say stuff like that. Because... <laughs> no, no, no. I know I know you're joking and stuff, but like, if he listens back to this, he could be quite hurt. Oh, sorry, Juice. There you go. Well, juice. Um, right, so is, it, is it juice or Jews? Wow. <laughs> oh, uh, my God, guys. You've piped up now, haven't you, bloody racist? <laughs> no, it's because only you were saying about Jews, and now you say, I don't know. What was I saying about Jews? You Wait. mentioned Jews at some point soon after the game show. I don't think I did, darling. <laughs> I don't think I did. Okay. Right, so anyway, right. I think Guy is a bit, I don't know if he's drunk, if he keeps passing in and out of consciousness only to wake to say some random shit but South Park yeah it's brilliant I don't play it for any real long periods of time so I can only play it for around half an hour uh, at a time I don't know why that is um, Borderlands 2 finally completed it I say Wait. completed it but I did the last uh, mission uh, where you have to kill Handsome Jack and then fight the Dirty Warrior um, I'm pretty upset I didn't play it all those years ago and I could have played it with some what the hell was that? It sounded like a wolf choking. Uh playing it a few years ago with like minded people and also yeah. bought Killer is Dead from Game for the princely sum of seven pounds. Wow. I'm actually really, really enjoying it. Uh if you can get to your local game shop and get it for seven pounds, then I highly recommend it. It's a kind of grasshopper, sort of killer seven, uh Shadows of the Damned, um, No More Heroes, kind of really wacky Japanese style um, storyline that you don't really know what's going on, but it's kind of hallucinating. It's, it's I, like a dreamlike world. I remember seeing screenshots for that game and thinking, "There's no way I'll be able to put up with this." The look of this game for more than two minutes. Yeah, and I mean, it is a game that you'll just play in short bursts. It's not going to keep your um, your interest for too long yeah. because it is a bit out there and you get brain hurt. But, I mean, the combat's fine. It's better than it is in Shadow of the Damned or No More Heroes. The sword fighting's fine. There's a nice sense of impact. 
uh, just really enjoying it. I've only done one or two levels at the moment, but isn't, yeah, sorry. Isn't Sam. there like a mini game where you can look at women's boobs? Yeah, I mean, all the women, as you'd understand, are like grotesquely deformed. Yeah, um, grotesque. And... They look so gross. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. They got yeah, they're disgusting women. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's Japanese in the only way that Japanese games can be, and I. That's what's kind of refreshing. I mean, you've got if you watch anime, you've got the annoying Japanese women because I've got the Japanese uh, voice track on where they go, <laughs> you know, where they just scream everything and sound like a four year old girl. Um, got that, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> gaming's been quite limited. I'm looking forward to getting back into it this week. Obviously, playing FIFA, uh, which course. is one of my mainstays in my world, really enjoying mm-hmm. that, and uh, not much else really to be honest with you. Uh, South Park, like I say, really good game. If you like RPGs, it's a real entry into the RPG genre, mm-hmm. which is what I needed, really. I wasn't going to play it if it was ultra hardcore, but I do really enjoy it. Did you not start uh, Ground Zeroes a few weeks ago? Oh, I did, yeah, but I've, I've, I've completed that. That's, oh, that's, okay. that's all uh, been done and gone and forgotten about now. forgot I even had it. <laughs> but uh, it was, like I say, it's brilliant. It's a demo at the end of the day, but it's a demo that I really enjoyed and I'm looking forward to the Phantom Pain. But what I was going to ask you guys, because we don't really do many previews on the show, mm. is what you guys, now we're coming closer to the release date of Watch Dogs, what your sort of opinions and views on it are. I don't know if it's either going to be really good because Ubisoft seems to be on a roll at the moment. Or if it's going to be a sluggy mess. So, Gareth, how are you feeling about it right now? Um, I, at first, like, you know, the first time we all saw that game, I thought it looked awesome, as we all did. Yeah. Um, but every single trailer they've put out, every screenshot they've put out since then, it's to me, it's just looked worse and worse and worse and worse, to the point where now I think it looks like it'll kind of be shit. Yeah. But I have requested a review copy. There we go. <laughs> So, <laughs> fingers crossed they don't listen to this. Yeah. No, I mean... No, 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 that's rude. You can't say that. I'll, uh, I'll play it. I'll play it for sure. I'll play it no matter what. Um, yeah. I'll obviously, I'll reserve my opinions until I've actually played it. But my expectations could not be lower. Yeah. The only way they could be lower is if it was called Assassin's Creed, comma, Watch Dogs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I think it's going to have that whole kind of tagging aspect that all of the Ubisoft games at the moment have got. It's going to have a lot of kind of similar gameplay elements in it and I know that that's going to happen. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm getting myself ready for that. <laughs> Guy, are you looking forward to Watch Dogs? I was never looking forward to it. Wow. Why is that? don't know. It just doesn't it just doesn't really take my fancy. Well, how would, what do they have to do to take your fancy? I don't know. I think I'm a... I think I'm... I think I'm a... Falling out of love with games. Wow, you don't sound it. Guys, <laughs> 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 right, was that a sarcastic laugh or a genuine laugh? No, it's a genuine laugh. Okay. Well, guys, do you want to just have a little talk with us about what's 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 eating away at you, mate? No, no, it's fine. Yeah, you know you can talk to us whenever. No, I can't. Well, that's true, but no, I'm only joking, guy. You know, me and Gareth, we're 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 older guys. We've been through most of the things you've been through, and I'm sure we can do some advice. Why do you excel? Like, oh, these boys <laughs> never understand what I have to go through on a day-to-day basis. 
<laughs> Nothing. It's fine. Okay, guys. Well, we've tried to get through to you on this national podcast where you can discuss your utmost personal feelings, but seeming as you don't, then we're going to have to leave it there. Um, just a little shout out for next week's podcast. We've got a very special guest in the form of Dan Dawkins, who is the former editor of PSM Free Magazine yep. and now a CVG online contributor. Pretty excited. Uh, that's Dan Dawkins. Very excited about that. That's going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, we'll talk to him about how he's seen the gaming landscape change since he started off um, on the PlayStation 2 magazine back in 2001 uh, to how it is now. What it takes to make a magazine, a gaming DVD attached to the magazine, a podcast for the magazine, all within the same month. And now what it's like working on a website. So I'm looking forward to that. What about Me you, too. Gareth? It's a good guest yeah. next week. I'm I'm nervous. That yeah. will do a very bad job of interviewing him and will be a laughing stock. On the bright side, I won't be here, so it can't that be. That's true. Bad. Our <laughs> chances dramatically increase. Yeah. <laughs> we, won't, we won't have Gaia dragging us there. No. Down. no. <laughs> so tune in next week for that one. Uh, also, thank you to everyone who's subscribed on iTunes. Uh, remember to keep subscribing, adding some reviews. Isn't it user reviews, isn't it, Gareth? So you can say stuff like, one star, this was absolutely awful, who the hell do they think they are? Or two stars, I found Guy Whitlock to be both entertaining and enthusiastic on his chosen subject knowledge. (laughs) Okay, so Gareth, would you just like to give the subscribers a little shout out? Yeah, uh, it's looking like we've got about 220 subscribers at this point, which is amazing. Yes. Considering we've only been on iTunes for a few weeks. Um Go on iTunes if you have it, rate us, give us a review. Even if it's a bad review, you know, as long as you yeah. sort of explain yourself well, yeah, don't then just say, we can learn from what it. What a load of crap! <laughs> like, underneath the capital letters, just exactly. like a little explanation underneath. Yeah, because, I mean, if somebody goes on iTunes and they see a review where somebody's just like, oh, it was crap, it was so shit, then yeah. they're not even going to take that review seriously anyway. But if you say something like, you know, People do have the the complaint that it's too long, which That's is a legitimate complaint. But I mean, yeah. for a lot of people, it's not that yeah, big of a deal. People that could say, "Oh, if we shortened it, they could say it's too short." You know, yeah, exactly. It's all of the people, all of the time. <laughs> but I mean, you know, if someone were to review us and say like three stars, the content's all right, but it's too long. Then yeah. fair enough. Like that is a... a constructive criticism. Yeah, that's fine. But the point is, pretty much any review you give us is greatly appreciated because you took the time out of your day yeah. to, to do Insult that. So us. Thank you, everybody who's already done it. Thank you, everybody who is going to do it. And thank yeah. you, everybody who doesn't do it but is still listening right now. Guy, would you like to say anything to everyone out there? Yeah. Go on, then. No, I, no, I'd like to say something, but I don't really have anything to say. Oh, just make <laughs> something up. Just say something nice. It's good to know there are so many people listening to me slowly get my self-esteem destroyed week by week. By yourself? Me and Gareth have been quite mild this week. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah, we have. So thank us, please. <laughs> well, that's not a way to get gratitude, is it? Thank you very much. Right, so <laughs> we're going to be on our way now uh, because we need to um, record the trailer for the beginning of today's podcast. Uh, so hopefully we'll see you all next week. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Whoa, that was timely. Bye.
Right, so guy, you feeling good, energetic? Because you've got to be energetic for this, mate. You can't just come in feeling lethargic. Where uh-huh. are you going tonight? Pub. Pub, you going with purple sneakers boy, purple top boy. Let's all go there and see if he's around. Yeah. 